The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Uh, UFC Unfiltered today, bittersweet. Uh, we have Ray Longo in studio, which is terrific. We have Jared Cannon here on the phone. We have Kevin Lee on the phone. And we also have Neil Magny uh, on the phone talking about what happened. But unfortunately, it's Chris, the producer's last episode with us. Did you say we have Ray Longo in studio? I did. That was the bittersweet part. We're happy we have Ray in studio. Oh, we are sad. happy we got Longo in studio? Yeah. I'm upset about Chris, though. Yep. It's a hell of a show, though. Chaws are dropped throughout this arena. Nobody is sitting down. Chasing that finish. Elbows raining down. Oh! On the button. Are you kidding me? Oh, he heard him again. He's out. This is UFC Unfiltered. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Serra. Welcome uh, to UFC Unfiltered. Very, uh, kind of a bittersweet episode. Yes. As today is our last day with Chris, the producer. Oh, man. I but mean, onward and upward. Uh, we uh, have Jimmy, Neil Magny. Oh, sorry. Is that what? That's oh, all he gets? Uh, uh, was there more tribute due? All right. Well, listen, it's going to be a nice long episode. We'll, we'll we'll talk about it at least once more before we end. Listen. Not only- <laughs> but no, you, you do do a, a really, really adequate job as a yep. producer. But again, these things must end sometimes. <laughs> uh, coming up, we have Neil Magny. Oh, yeah. I'm going to get Neil on the phone, actually. Thank you. Kevin Lee, and who else? Uh, Jared Cannonier. Yep. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah wow. We, we hate to be losing Chris. We really do. Yeah. But know who we're gaining? Ray Longo. Today. <laughs> the great Ray... Well, I was going to leave. Did you just say Ray Longo like nothing? I was going to lead up and give him a nice, proper... Oh, I, like a, I was going to do like I was going to go. And then, also, we have... But, I mean, it's all useless. Do you know now. why I didn't do that? Because we're getting Neil Magny on the phone. Oh, I was and, and afraid he'd come on while you were doing the intro, and then Ray wouldn't get the proper intro. Well, listen, Jimmy. It's like you me, you telling me how to fucking fight in a cage, Jimmy. Like, I, I shouldn't even open my mouth. I would say how to fight in a cage. I would say, come on, hit him. I wouldn't give her a good direction. That's what I say. That's what you can say. A lot of times, I, I know what I do? I just repeat what Longo said. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's the floor, and then I do not. Re- I say Longo, don't even. No, Longo goes, Matt, talk to him. We got All right. Oh, hey, Neil, uh, how you doing? Hey, what's going on? Good. You're talking to uh, Jim Norton and the great Matt Serra and Ray Longo. How you doing, buddy? We lost him. Hello? Neil? I think he heard, yes, who, I think he heard who he was talking to <laughs> oh, and he just left. Did we, uh, <laughs> Shut the door. Did, did, did we, 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 we got you, right? Okay, you're here. Um, yeah, we're here. Okay, so uh, it, you know, a shame that you're out of the, uh, of the main event. Uh, or the co-main, sorry. Uh, you, can, can you talk about what happened because people thought you might have been hurt? 
Um, yeah, so um, initially I received an email on Saturday um, uh, stating that there was a potential violation from USADA uh, from a test I provided to them um, uh, early May. Um, and initially I was like, dude, there's no way that I had a violation. So um, I, I spoke with Jeff Novici from the UFC. Um, he told me that um, uh, the, there was a violation there. Um, looking at the numbers, um, they're so low. There's, there's nothing that indicates cheating or anything like that. Um, at this point, we're, we're going to still try to carry on business as usual um, and try to get your license in and just keep moving forward. Um, so we fast forward to Monday. Uh, Monday rolls around. Um, you saw the disclosed information to the uh, New York State Athletic Commission. Uh, the commission would not license me based off their findings. Um, and then ultimately, I, I'm being, I had to be pulled from the fight because of that. So let me ask you, how do you find out? It's a phone call, it's an email. What, what exactly is it when you, uh, someone tell you or do you read it yourself the first time? Um, so I was in, literally standing in, in, uh, in line at a sandwich shop, and I get a text from Donna, um, who works for the UFC, um, and she tells me, that, hey, hon, um, check your email right away. You got a, you got a real important email from USADA. Um, oh. At the time, I'm not able to connect to Gmail at all, so I couldn't pick up the uh, or check out the email. So um, I pretty much race home. I connect the Wi-Fi, and I check out the email, um, and I notice that there's a, a violation code on there, um, and I immediately try calling her back while she's in Brazil um, dealing with the fights there and try to find find out what's going on. Now, how long, Neil, how long was that ride home when you had to find yeah. out what that what that, uh, uh, it, that, it, that email was? Because that's a rough ride home, short. dude. If it's five minutes, it probably felt like five <laughs> hours. Yeah, that would be pretty short. I mean, I'm glad I didn't get a speeding ticket or no one was hurt on the way home. I mean, I was doing everything short of running red lights to get home as fast as possible. I mean, I was, man, I was literally racing home. I mean, <laughs> my car was red lighting at every light, just just, just gunning it. So um, I made that drive very short. <laughs> so I was going to ask, what exactly is this banned substance that they're – that they're saying um, I honestly have no idea. Like I, I literally was was looking at it. and I was like, dude, I don't even know what this stuff is. So I literally had to like copy the uh, the, the exact line that, that said what the substance was and Google it and try to get our understanding of it. Even after Googling it and um, spending time uh, uh, trying to research what this substance was, I still don't have a clear understanding of what exactly this thing is. Um, I understand that it falls in the body of something called a SARM um, and other than that, I, I literally have no idea what this supplement even is. Did you look up what it, what it does for somebody or what, what some of the effects are? And what's a SAR? Um, so looking it up, I, I got mixed re- reviews from some of the research. So um, the the general thing that I'm getting from uh, the, the substance being combined the way it was is that it's something that they normally prescribe to uh, patients with osteoporosis and um, uh, like degenerative like muscle diseases, that kind of thing, uh, to help them rebuild muscle mass and um, and bone production, that kind of thing. Um, uh, as far as like its benefits in the sports side of things, um, there's really not much me- much research out there for it. Like um, it almost, almost sounds like it should be legal. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's, it's helping dude, you out. It's so crazy. <laughs> now, now, Neil, if you're just eating, like, I don't know what your diet is, but you have to know what you're putting into your body in a sense. Like, all right, man, I'm, I'm eating like uh, chicken and brown rice this much of that, this much during the day, and then I'm having two protein shakes, and 
I would check out those protein shakes. Like you have to know, there's nothing that you could look to and be like, all right, I took that that wacky creatine or something. Maybe I didn't trust. I mean, you got to know what you put in your body. You can't just wake up and be like, oh man, there's some whatever the fuck this stuff. Is. Yeah, <laughs> like you know what I mean. Dihydroxy. So, like, what are you like? What are you putting in there? Any kind of like, uh, a, like I don't know, like a weird coconut water or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, so um, to, to to even talk about that, I mean, um, my diet is pretty straightforward. My my supplements are pretty straightforward as well. I mean, um, as far as the supplements that I do use are things I've been using for the past two and a half, three years, um, which is pretty much as long as USAL has been around with the UFC. Um, so I'm not necessarily adding anything new uh, to my regimen at all that I haven't used in the past. I mean, I have the, the, the muscle farm uh, products you can get at any uh, health food store, which is third party tested. I have um, some muscle milk in the fridge that I just pick up from the grocery store when I go grocery shop, and I have some uh, Quest bars that I pick up from the grocery store. So I have all these things that are like third party tested. You get at your regular grocery store, which should not bring up any red flags. It should not be alarming um, in any way whatsoever. Um, the only other supplement that I um, can even consider that I even used was uh, a CBD product. Um, outside of uh, regular uh, like things that you purchase at the store is a CBD product. Um, um, but even looking at CBD, I'm like, all right, if I failed a drug test because of CBD or if I, if I was flagged from a drug test because of a CBD product, maybe it's from THC or something like that. It's not going to be for some kind of SARM or something like that. You know what I mean? Like it was, it was the, the idea that this product was in a CBD or could be in a CBD or could be something like that was so far off that like, it doesn't even make sense to me that that could even be a fact that I would have to consider when, to, when, when using that particular uh, product. But, um, yeah, man, I, I literally have no idea what this contaminant can possibly be from. I mean, um, at this point, I'm hoping it's some kind of human error on USADA's end or something like that, but I honestly have no idea what this contaminant could even come from. Well, yeah, Curtis Blades came out and said that uh, you know, he, he knows you and, and he believes, obviously, you're not a cheater uh, and whatever it is, it's probably a contaminated, you know, he, he really came out for you. Yeah, I mean, I definitely appreciate that. That was one thing that... uh um, that I realized since making that post that, um, that I'm really grateful for. I mean, just, just coming out and being open with the public, being open with the media, being open with anyone who supports me um, with this whole process and the feedback that I've been getting back from these guys um, has been great. I mean, for every one negative comment I receive, I get a hundred positive comments. Like, hey man, there's, there's no freaking way that you're a cheater. We all believe you. We all stand with you. Um, we're hoping this thing gets resolved quickly. Um, so knowing that like, I have that kind of uh, reputation in the MMA community and with the people around me um, definitely was um, encouraging throughout this process as well. Um, even having the UFC step up and say, hey, man, like, there's, there's no way you're cheating. We you're the one of the last guys in the roster we believe this cheating. We're, we're with you 100% to get to the bottom of this and figure out what's going on. Um, cheating is definitely not something we believe that you're doing, and um, that's something I definitely appreciate. And uh, you don't have to come out and talk about this because USADA won't announce it until after the test results or, or until the investigation or whatever it is, is done. What made you decide to come uh, public very quickly and, and, and very uh, immediately? Um, I just want to be open about this whole situation. I mean, I know for a fact what I did or didn't do, um, and regardless of what the findings are, I know for a fact that I didn't ingest anything that was going to give me any kind of advantage in uh, in competition whatsoever. So um, um, I didn't want to have to omit anything or um, 
uh, or lie about anything. When people are asking, like, my coaches or my teammates, oh, why didn't you pull out the fight? Is he injured? Is he hurt? I don't want to have anyone lie for me. I mean, that, that's not something that I've ever done in the past, and that's nothing I want to start doing now. So um, when this when this came out, um, I wanted to be as open and, as, and honest as possible. I was like, hey, man, this was going on. This is what um, um, USADA found. This is what they did. Um, this is where we're at now. And just kind of... Um, be open with with everyone throughout the entire process. Let them know what's going, what exactly what's going on. Um, I don't want to start uh, uh, changing who I am or trying to pretend to be something else that I'm not, um, just to try to cover tracks or anything like that. I mean, if I made a mistake and did something unintentionally, like sure, I'll, I'll deal with that when that when the time comes. But um, knowing that I didn't do anything. Uh, against the rules, I, I want to be as open as possible, uh, as honest um, as a, be 100 honest about it, and just uh, uh, share the process with everyone. Hey, I go by my instinct. Oh, you yeah. know that, I'm, Ray I'm Longo. with you. I'm, I believe I know him. what you're going to say. Yeah. <laughs> I believe him. Hey, listen, if I'm the he judge, you're innocent. <laughs> He's I'll innocent tell you right now. You're un- unfiltered. <laughs> you're innocent. You might want to. You Jimmy. might want to try to take up, be a lawyer or something. He's pretty good at uh, stating his case here. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a smart move to, to be public. You, you, they called getting in front of the story, and it's smart of you to do because it does sound like you're being very honest, and people around you seem to think that you, that's, you, you're not a cheater. And if you have nothing to hide, that's to me, what you're doing sounds like a guy who didn't do anything wrong. You're coming out, and you're immediately telling people what happened, and you're yeah. saying, I just don't know what happened yet. Yeah, yeah, there's there's, I mean, there's not, guys that do that, Jimmy, and you you go as they're doing it, you go. No, no, oh yeah, of no, he's he's cheating. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, he's not one of the. the yeah, I don't he think just strikes he, me as being honest. Yeah, he just seems like he's pretty together. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, it was kind of uh, it was both rewarding and just kind of like unsure what to think at first. Like some of the, the comments that I'm reading about people uh, or people are saying about me with this situation, like Neil, Neil, that there's no way, like this guy's physique, there's no way he's cheating or taking any kind of muscle builds. I'm like, wait, is that a compliment or an insult? Yeah. Like, I honestly don't know what to think about that one. <laughs> That's pretty they funny. say that about me, but they think I'm having breast augmentation. You know, <laughs> put a few pounds on, Neil. <laughs> but it is, it gets its bittersweet. The fact that you know you're being truthful is why you can come out without any shame about it. But it's also probably, as good as it feels to be able to be truthful, it's probably frustrating because you're being penalized when you've done nothing wrong. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's, I mean, at the moment, I'm, I haven't been punished just yet. I guess it's unfortunate that uh, my fight was pulled away. Um, but um, at the end of the day, it, it, there's a lot more worse things that can happen. I mean, uh, for my opponent, luckily, he's been able to get a replacement opponent, and he still has a payday coming. Um, it's a little bit delayed on my end, but um, this situation could be a lot worse than what, what it is right now. And um even though it is not much, I'm trying to get the, the positive of it all. Sure. And, um, um, I'm, I'm sure it's going to work itself out here very soon. And um, hopefully uh, get rescheduled as soon as possible. Do you think, you know, the, the supplements have caused a hard time for a lot of guys and innocent. I mean, a guy's getting suspended and really not it, it, are the sub. I guess they do help that much, but it's been talked about. Like, why don't guys just stop taking supplements or only get them for, through food? Because this happens quite often. Yeah, to be honest, I mean, after this, I've never thought that I'd be in a position where I can't even be dealing with some kind of contaminated substance or anything like that. Um, but find myself in a situation, that's something I'm going to have to do going forward. I mean, um, I can't risk the um, the opportunity of something being pulled away from me based off of something that I um, did unintentionally. So uh, it, it going forward, is, this is something I'm definitely going to have to do. I mean, I'm going to be the guy that's like gets done working out, gets done training, and has a pack of chicken breasts ready to go uh, to yeah. eat rather than having a protein 
handshake. I mean, it, it, there's going to have to be some changes made. Um, but the other side of it that makes it pretty difficult as well is um, USADA gives us guidelines as far as like um, what what to look for in a supplement. You want to look for things that are third party tested, third party verified. Um, they give us some of the um, uh, companies that are pretty much uh, are, are good at doing their their research. But the thing that makes it difficult is even if a a supplement company is trying to do the right thing and get their their product third party tested, the level of scrutiny that they're they're putting their product through is not the level of scrutiny that um right. Sada puts the product to. So that kind of creates a, a whole nother level of uh, issue there. I mean, um like with the John Jones situation. Picograms. People were yeah, they were measuring down to picograms. I even know what the heck a picogram is and um yeah. um I would imagine that it's pretty difficult and pretty expensive for sure. uh, a mom and shop or even some of these other companies that are just uh, starting to make it big to really get things measured down to a picogram. I mean, they, they have their set standards for what's, uh, for what's approved or what's, what's um, legit for them. And, and that's what they go by. But if you saw this going a lot deeper than what these other people are doing in the industry, um, that creates a whole nother issue as well. I mean, at this point, even if you are using a uh, product that's third party tested, it's not third party tested to the depth that USADA does, and, and that's an issue. All right, maybe, maybe we should stop. I'm starting to go the other way now. <laughs> <laughs> what did you yeah. say? I'm only kidding, Neil. You know, here's my, my, my take on it, too. They have the performance center. Start a supplement company like Zions. This is the only place you get your supplements. That's a great it. idea. See what I'm saying? They have 400 guys, 500 guys. This is the way to end this. Then there's no supplement thing at all. The UFC provides it. They test it, uh, and they have it, and that's it. Done. Done deal. That's they, a great they, idea. They put a lot of money yeah. into the performance centers. What's there to add in a couple of, you know, making making the supplements? And this way, if one comes up, and if, by the way, and that's a great point, because then if something tests dirty, they have everything right there, and the testing and, and the resolution it could be a lot faster as well. Yeah, because really, it's really not right if he did nothing wrong. He's out of the fight. Like, that right. is the punishment. That That's the sad uh, part of the story. Sure. You know what I mean? This guy's training for a fight. What are we, a week before? I mean, that's uh, awful. Yeah. That's yeah. actually, that out. is punishment. You know, so... He's trying to stay positive, Longo. Could you stop bringing the guy down? Neil Magny's calling up. He should be like, you know, guys like, oh, God, is he on a ledge somewhere? Is he really upset? You're bringing him down, man. Oh, man. Neil, hold, hold to your guns. I'm don't, sorry, don't even, Neil. Don't even listen to him. The song, it's crazy. Over the last couple of days, I found out that I'm an emotional eater. I mean, every phone call that I took and I got upset, I ended up storming out of the house. And uh, I, I found myself somewhere buying food. And then uh, shortly, I was back home calm. And then once the next phone call came up, I was right back storming out of the house going to the next restaurant. So <laughs> I got to find out that I'm a very bad emotional eater, I guess. Well, I must be very stressed out over your situation because as you're talking, I was dumping out pretzels yeah. and little chocolate balls to eat. Yeah. <laughs> he, was, he, was, he was finishing up our snacks. Yeah, Matt brings in snacks and yeah. I eat them. He does this to fat me up because he likes yeah. to be plump. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you should yeah, see it's like a third grade classroom right now. Yeah. Hello, teacher. Do you have well, snacks for me? Listen, the, I don't. All I know is what's what do you say before? The, the, what is it called? Sarm. Sarm. Yeah. Sarm. Yeah, picograms. Can we get the point? Dexter's making up these words and kick the fuck out of them, please, because they're they're annoying me. They're hold on. Oh boy. What? <laughs> hold hold on hold on. What was wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with a good 1984 word for nerd. Bunch of nerds. <laughs> Listen, Neil, we appreciate oh, you uh, you being public with it and talking about it. And, and I hope it works out for you, man, because I, 
I, I think you sound like you're telling the truth, and I, mm. I hope that that's able to be proven. Look, Juju Dos Santos and a couple other guys hey. were totally vindicated, so it could certainly happen for you as well. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like I said, I'm 100 faithful that uh, this would all be cleared up pretty soon. I know for a fact that uh, I didn't ingest anything or do anything illegal. So um, at this point, I just kind of have to go through the process and uh, wait for my name to be cleared. All right. well, I'd like to see you uh, get rescheduled to fight uh, Vicente Luque. He was just on the uh, the last episode, and he's an exciting. You're both so you, styles make fights, and I was looking forward to you guys going at it. So yeah. hopefully, we you know you guys reschedule that. Yeah, I mean, hopefully so. I mean, I know he has a new opponent this weekend to focus with uh, and things like that. Hopefully he uh, comes out of this fight victorious, uh, not dinged up, and we're able to rescale this as soon as possible. And, Neil, you still talk to my old buddy, um, uh, Amal Easton, still or no? Yeah, absolutely. Make sure you give him my best, okay? All right, for sure. All right, man. Thanks. Thanks, Thanks a lot, man. Neil. Good luck, okay? Take it easy, buddy. All right. Thank you, guys. Have a good day. Later, buddy. All right. Hey, man, listen. Um, maybe I'm just an easy guy to to win over, but I don't think that guy did shit. I no, he sounded like he's being very honest. You know what I mean? I mean, I'd, I'd sooner believe that Longo's on something, <laughs> to, be, to be honest with you. That's Denny's definitely. You know, I'd fucking. Ray, with the uh, suggestion gotta, of the century, though, that's a great idea. I don't know yeah. why no one's thought of that. Maybe they have and they can't for a reason. Watch. Or they don't want to get sued if the supplement is tainted. Maybe they don't want to be involved because if a supplement is tainted, then all of a sudden the fighter's like, what the fuck? And comes after them. But that's the point, though. That's the yeah. whole point. Is this is this bullshit? I mean, did this guy ingest something? He seems like he's got third-party tested protein shakes or whatever, yeah. supplements. So where's the problem? I forgot to ask him about the Game of Thrones, Longo. Do you watch Game of Thrones? No, seriously, Jimmy. I know I have to. Do you I, watch I, Game of Thrones? No. Oh, ooh. <laughs> ooh, he's a grown up. Yeah. Oh, you missed a good one when um What's when uh, Jeff Lannister <laughs> and his sister uh, were hugging and kissing. It was a good one. Yeah. I can't wait till the last episode. Can I just say sure. that uh, goddamn it, Paige, uh, one of our listeners, one of the UFC uh, infiltrated army, this girl from the, the UK, uh, she said she pointed out something something really smart. She said, "Look, I was all bitching about Daenerys going ape shit." And, and, oh, no, 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 not that. She was saying that uh, about Venerys killing, you know, the bald gentleman. Varys. Varys. Yeah, melting him and stuff. Daenerys I, killing I was Varys. saying, oh, how could she do that? And Tyrion's a snitch and yada, yada. I forgot. I forgot that that he was trying to poison yeah. Daenerys. I did forget that. Was he? Earlier in the episode... Yeah, the opening scene actually. A lot. Yeah, I didn't catch that. And, uh, a lot well, of people miss it, but I read it online. He's Whoa, talking yeah. to a, and another, another one of the UFC unfiltered army. I, I I feel bad. I'm not mentioning your name, but I know you sent it to me. Several people did. So how is he trying to but, poison her? That he there's a little girl that comes in. One of his little like he has those little. Yeah. He has little. You know what he has? Little birds. Little, little birds. birds. Jimmy's my little bird. Oh, I am oh the Jim. It's, it's kind of uncomfortable. Jimmy, Jimmy seriously. Sorry. I, mean, I, I know I ask you this all Stop. the time, but I feel obligated. Stop. Come on, enough. Enough is enough. <laughs> I'm with a this small guy, bird. No. Jimmy. Can't help it. Enough is enough with this guy. No. You're still going. You're hanging in there. Yeah. You might. No problem. <laughs> Come remember, on, yeah. Check's clear. Just remember, you're, you're my fucking <laughs> brick. That hurt. That hurts more than that, that's more. That I'm just gonna pretend I didn't hear it. Chris is leaving. Oh, yeah, guy, yeah, Chris. Is that I, why you're? Are you stressing? He he, re, he he redirects. That's what yeah. he does. He likes to get ahead of the story and redirect. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like your little saints, my little Jimmy. Anyway, so he was talking to one of his little birds, uh -huh. and, the, and he was going, 
you know, you know, she's like, he's not eating, sir. And she and he's like, well, all right, listen, let's try again at dinner. He's not she's eating. She's not eating. She's not eating. Yeah. She, I, <clears throat> she, We've all excuse made me. <laughs> she, yeah, Jimmy. It's not a mistake, Jimmy. I know. In, in some cases, it, it isn't. No, it's not. Listen. She's not eating, my lord. I forgot what she said. That but was basically, it. She's not eating. She's not eating. And he's like, let's try again at dinner. He was trying to poison her. That's what you, hey, was that you what mess with the dragon, no, well, no, because she worked you in the get kitchen the too. Flames. That's the other thing. Like the, the little girl that came in, she worked in the kitchen. He's like, all right, go back to the kitchen before they notice you're not there. You know, so it's. Jeez, I almost <laughs> forgot how much fun it was to be here. Yeah. Oh you mess you're with the dragon. What did, what did they say? With the, 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 you mess Jakari, with the dragon, Jakari, it Jakari. shits and then burns your city. Something to that effect. Am I wrong? Yep. Why did she, she already won? Why did she have to take out everybody? Because she wanted to. She was mad about the decapitation the week before. All right. Sure. Yeah, but it's it's the it's the innocent children's fault. Root and stem. Calm down with the whole root and stem thing, Daenerys. What was that? What was that dragon thing? What was that? You like oh, Westerns, yes. don't you, Longo? Yeah. You like Westerns. No. You do. I told I like you to check out uh uh Godless. Godless. Check, check it out. out. He's the one who told me to check out Hell on Wheels. Oh, that was awesome. Chris wants to make a comment. Chris, oh, on your Chris, last day. On, Chris. Chris. Oh, yeah, it's your last day, Chris. What? I was just going to say, so Neil, Neil referenced oh, uh, Vicente Luque having an opponent stepping That's in. That's right. As of right now, as we're recording it, it's, oh. uh, it's not official, but it's Derek Krantz is going through his medical work, and okay. they're making sure he's clear and right. ready to fight. Longo, so, what's your stance on the Derek Krantz? <laughs> tell, me, tell me right now. It'll Longo. Probably, it'll probably be official when the episode comes out, but... Like Derek Cran. You gotta be ready to this is UFC unfiltered. Not never made Do we have whatever the fuck you do? We have anything in the notes on Derek Krantz? Well listen, you got it. UFC debut? Yep. Oh, is his debut? What I believe he's six and Uh he's twenty four and ten. Wow, was I wrong? What's six and Six and is Felicia Spencer. She's making her debut. She's fighting Megan Anderson. Oh, she's not fighting Luke. No, she's on the main card. I do like Megan Anderson too. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Well, the other thing, by the way, when she's we go through scared. our picks, it's, fights might move around a little bit because right, the, you know, but jostling. We'll do our picks. So as you're saying it might not be the co-main. Chris, are yeah. you going to miss these guys? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, sure. Man. Longo, well, that's, that's of course. Nice. And I really appreciate that's you coming nice. in, Rand. Let great. me tell you something. I came in just to see you. That's really Without nice, of you, man. I appreciate it. La- listen, Longo. Last time we're ever going to see this. I guy. might be the only guy that sincerely is going to miss you in this group. Me and you. I mean, he might show up at the comedy cellar or something. We might see Jimmy, but. Look at that guy. Look at him. Look at him. I can't even look that way. Even that stupid thermos he's drinking out of right now. I'm going to yeah. miss him. Right? I want to yeah. see him a break. What is that, a wooden You know what? know what I realize? That my friend Jimmy's cold as ice. Why? I don't know, man. Maybe you lost a lot, some of your buddies or something. Not at all. I like, I, you, you know just, what it is? You're just like, ah, I've been in the NAM a long time. You're like Tom Berenger when somebody's in yeah. platoon, when somebody's yeah. dead. You're like, ah. Chris is a water walker. <laughs> yeah, fucking, you don't give a fuck. And I, you know, you know, Everyone got to die sometime, Chris. Chris produces, he's going to you. He's like, I don't think I'm making out of here, Bob. Yeah. And, you're just, and you're just telling Chris, him, we need every swinging dick in the field. I got a bad feeling about it. A bad feeling. All right. Yeah, anyway. we're going to miss Chris. is great. Chris yeah. is the prep work. Chris, this is what nobody sees is the prep work. That Chris does. This is um, going to be so like the... Go ahead. The prep people work. think that Matt and I just are not prepared, but no, it's Chris's prep work yeah. right. that causes us to be confused. <laughs> no, Chris does such a great job. We, we hate it. We hate that we're not going to uh, have you on anymore. I wish there was yeah. something that could work out. Yeah. Maybe yeah. there is. I don't know. Uh, yeah, not in the cards right now, but... Are we off for a couple weeks do. after this, too? I think we, we are. We are, man. I, I don't he know. doesn't I mean, give a shit. He doesn't care 
already no, I don't blame him. I give a shit, but you you said that, Matt, that it was a two-week hiatus, or I think you did, Jimmy. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a two-week uh, little I, break. You guys I'm, will be on, then you'll be back. I'm filming what Jimmy does with my snacks. He makes them like, he makes, he puts my one snack on top of my other snack, and he yeah. makes fun little, fun little treats. They're like little snack. My little bird. They're, they're like little snack bosoms. <laughs> I don't want you to poke me. <laughs> Day, and who else is going to be on today's show? Oh, help! Oh, help! Help! Okay, oh, guys. Sorry, that's for the Instagram, everybody. And then tomorrow you're going to listen to it. And you're going to be like, oh, that was. I remember when he did this. On the... Anyway, it's so, going to be very, uh, a very sad day. What, I hope they give us a good producer. I mean, you're going to be hard they, to follow. What if they? Thank what you, if they I'm sure they will. What if they don't? What if we don't have a producer? It's just me and you. And do no our own notes and us. research. You might uh, get. Longo's afraid you're going to get sick of that. me. Mm-hmm. You're afraid this guy's going to get sick of me sooner or later. Man, I, I can't believe he's still with you. I'm, I'm not kidding. Don't, don't. First of all, that there, that uh, that hurts because there's some truth to every attack. You know, like when I make fun that you I'll, lost your ass, me, it's really I, a compliment I, I, and an insult all at once. Because you used to have a huge ass, you I lost don't. it. You're in shape. <laughs> when you're saying Jimmy's not going to miss me, oh, oh, wait, miss you're saying with you. You say he's saying. He's saying that it, uh, he can't believe I'm still with you, yeah. implying that you'd be very difficult to be around for any length of time. Right. So anyway, I'm going to miss Chris the producer also. <laughs> I will too. I am. A Thank lot, you guys. You know? Hey, and by the way, I got, uh, it was that? very nice. I got a lot of nice uh, like messages from people on Twitter. And sure. Instagram. Yeah, so you I should read them when you get home. Forging ahead. We have. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I appreciate everybody reaching out. Thank you. And everybody's, and, uh, and people are hitting me up like, hey, come on, you know, put Dana in a Kimura and make it happen. I go, what the fuck? And you got to understand we're leaving, like Chris. You work for. Cadence. We're not firing Chris. Yeah. We're not Chris fired. Is not being fired. I, it has nothing to do with us. Right. You know, the fans were nice. I did. We also read a lot of comments. People very pro Chris, the producer. Yeah, oh yeah. Really well, who who would cool. be against this guy? Look at him. I don't what know. A nice guy. Maybe somebody that tries to steal his fucking flame by going on his fucking <laughs> shitty podcast and going, "Hey, Chris, the producer." Uh, uh. No, no, Fonz. Oh, That's man. not Chris, the fucking. Pro- that look at him. That's Chris, the producer. That's right. The, I know he might be a nice kid. Don't you fucking make me attack him. <laughs> He's not Chris the producer. All right, Potsy. And look at your shirt, by the way. What are you, wrestling your fucking dog again? Can you stop? Can you get the You fucking stop lucky in a headlock? Wow. All right, anyway, Chris <laughs> the producer, I'm going to miss Oof. you. I'm going to miss you. <laughs> Thank he, you, buddy. I'm going to miss you too, man. No, I he really, makes me come out swinging. I, to, I know. No, but right, God, I'm going to miss you. I don't like that he used Chris the producer on his show. I, I have to tell him, I mean, man, Chris, the man. We have a he guy, respects me that I bring We have a guy who's a producer. His name is Chris. Yeah. What do you want me to call right. him? Chris. Well, it makes sense. No, sure. I mean, I'm not know. Chris the producer. Just oh, come Chris. Wait a second. Wait a minute. Wait up. Wait, Jimmy, wait, wait, hold on. wait, no, don't say it yet. <laughs> tell him, Jimmy. Say it, call him whatever you want. <laughs> no, seriously. No. <laughs> oh, did I do that wrong? Sorry. What do you call him, Jimmy? Seriously. His name is Chris, but what do you call him? You call I him called Chris? Him, we, started, we had to call him Chris the bartender. No. Because right. he was so right. bitching and moaning <laughs> about knows. it every week. Yeah, Chris the cab driver. You're Thanks for talking. Doing a good How about Chris who produces? Yeah. See, Chris that's a little different. Hey, Chris, Chris who produces. We, we did that. Yeah. We switched to that. Really? Yeah, well, producer make, Chris. Don't, I'm not going through the old archives and pick. I like listen. First of all, yeah, I, like, the old I like Stevie too much to fucking attack your show. Producer Chris, it's a good show. Producer Chris, producer Chris. Well, is, that, is that that hard? All right, listen. It's a done deal. All right, let's there put on. Go. Well, now all it's right. a moot point. Right. We don't you want to shake hands on it? Chris the cab driver. Who's our next guy going to be? We don't know. We have to find out his name. No, man. No, then you know it's just you know. Anyway, oh yeah. What if we don't? What if we get a producer that named Robin Quivers? They're going to think we're stealing from Howard. He's got a vibe with us. You know? sure. yeah, of course. If you should audition him or her. 
Or right. yes, might be her. Who's you know, great, great UFC knowledge. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't, I, Chris. I swear, I don't know what? where they're going to get notes like this. The notes are it's amazing. Not ha- it's not happening. Chris's OCD contributes a lot to how a, not good this it's program hard, is. It's a hard. And what if there's the new producer and I like we like to attack him and also he gets or her <laughs> and they get all like, oh, shut up. And we're like, all right, listen, no one will tell us to yeah. shut up here. Call we're just going to constantly the talent. You're the fu- we can't yell at him. I'm going to miss attacking him. Yeah. So you can still attack Go expect a lot more phone calls. Well, maybe we could do something. Maybe Chris could come over. Why don't we? Why don't we? Uh, well, he could be a guest. He could be a guest on the show. That, yeah, he could. I mean, yeah, I'd love that. I would love to do. For so what do you want to do? He'd love to be a guest that. on the show. If you, if yeah, you if we can't, if we can't get a fighter, <laughs> right? Of course, yeah. I mean, if you've ex- <laughs> yeah. exhausted all options, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. We got to be realistic about it. I know. Yeah. It listen, is, yeah. we listen. We really gotta. Yeah, if we can't get that, we from the. Performance be, Institute. Hey, listen, Rob, you're more hey, than welcome, Chris. Hey, Rose wants to come on and talk about her loss, but we can't. We have Chris, the producer, <laughs> talking about his new gig. <laughs> yeah, we could have you as a guest. Yeah. Well, listen, everybody's gonna miss you. Yeah, but, uh, fans really love you. You know, like in life, we just have to. We have to move on. All right, listen to me. We yeah. have. We do have. Let's to, talk about to, when is uh, Kevin Lee calling in. We got Kevin. Uh, we have a little bit, half hour to. I tell you, he's fighting. What do we think about this? RDA. It's gonna be all both again. Both guys went up in weight, wow. so it's not like uh, RDA is more used to fighting at that weight. Yeah. So Kevin Lee may have a nice burst of energy from not having the weight cut. I tell you, it, well, it's gonna have to help. I mean, yeah. this is what's gonna happen here. Is is RDA gonna have enough off his back to reverse, take away, threaten Kevin Lee? Because I believe Kevin Lee's putting him there when he wait, on a well timed takedown. He's Almost. hard. I think he's hard to hold down too, though. How much energy does he want to expend? Did, look what he did to Barboza on the floor. Yeah, I but, mean, but I think yeah, he hasn't or, fight on the floor that much either. Who? Uh, Barboza. You don't see yeah, him on exactly. the floor that I mean, often. I mean, that's, that's rare. That's he's a black difference. belt, I think, or a brown belt, but you don't see him on the ground. It's like watching Roy yeah, because, Nelson. You know, he can, he's hard, but he doesn't. Because he's usually hard to take down. And yeah, yeah. Down. Well, I you think know? what happened too is you got to remember Kevin Lee got him off of the Khabib mauling. So Khabib right. mauled him for three rounds. Yeah, well, like, that was a vicious, you know, mauling on yes. the floor. And I think that gives a lot of guys hope, too, when they see that. And it makes it a little easier, you know. So I think Kevin Lee got to, you know, get a Barboza that was just physically sure. beat up really bad. Barboza? Yeah. Well, Khabib hammered him. We'll see how RDA does. I mean, what's his last fight, Dorsanius? Uh, RDA, he's actually coming off of two losses. He lost to Colby Covington for the interim title, and then he lost to Kamara Usman on Usman's way to the title. Oh, so, yeah. So, um, see, but, now, listen, you know, two it, big names to lose to. It's two big names, but, you, you know, you watch it the way they – how they fight him. They fought him the way that I'm talking about. They got He got out-wrestled. Absolutely. I think he didn't that's get right. outstruck like crazy or anything. Yeah, those guys. If anything, he's worried about the takedown, then getting hit. But they just out-hustled them. They out-took him. So could Kevin Lee do that for five rounds? He is threatening off his back. I mean, listen, he did strangle um, Neil Magny. Yep. You know what I mean? Who's a who's not a little uh, uh, and those were welterweight. Th- Chris, those were three round fights. The well, no, the uh, I think those are both five round fights. Actually, the Covington. Uh, oh no, the Covington one was five because that was for an interim title, and then the Kamaru one was a main event. So yeah, those are two. Oh, five wow. round and fights. Kevin's last couple of fights are what? Iaquinta lost a uh, decision, and what was before that? Barbosa. Yep. He had the win over Barbosa, which was a stoppage, dominating. and then what round four? Yeah, uh, that actually went into the fifth round, which okay. I, I thought it was the fourth round also. And then prior to that, he fought Tony Ferguson for the interim title, which he ended up losing. Uh, he had the staff there. infection, though. But he, so, yeah, he yeah. was compromised a little bit going into that fight. Um, 
I, I, I feel I think Kevin Lee's gonna beat him and he's gonna beat him with his wrestling and I and I do like RDA. Yep. And I oh, do yeah. like when he uses his jujitsu um smart, but I um he's he's smooth off his back too. He's not bad. But he is look at the way look at the last two fights, how he lost. I mean, he got just out hustled by guys who were better wrestlers. And yeah. you know what what Kevin Lee, he's so good at the takedown, he's so good at taking the back. Could he finish him? I don't think so, but I feel he could outpoint him. I feel he's going to win by decision because I think RDA is hard to put away. That's what I have too, Matt. Yeah. I have Kevin Lee by decision. I think you're That's right. That's a really good point. I guess I will have to take uh, Do what you want. Kevin Lee. I mean, I mean listen, RDA is a former champ. I mean, by uh, third round submission. And, I, and, I, and he did take out ben, Benson Henderson. and I mean, you know, RDA, when he's on, he's fucking on. Oh, you yeah. know? But I feel Kevin Lee is... He's really he is a good fighter. He does put look if you look at what he did. I feel Al had his number, but yeah, you know, but it doesn't mean he wasn't threatening. You know, look how he took the back and yep. you know, yeah, and Al without was, and know. without a cut, that's a thing. You know, fighting yeah. up a little bit, it's like that's maybe he has a little thing. bit extra gas towards the end of a fight, and, and it makes a difference. RDA to me is a guy that is perfect for a one hundred sixty-five pound division. Like that's the thing. He's sort of you know what's interesting about that. Did you hear what uh, I don't know? If, yeah, <laughs> you're yeah. like it's in the notes, motherfucker. No, no, no. I know what you're oh, talking about. Yeah. Kevin Lee what said that he wants to make one. He wants them both to, as like a point, make 165 just to show that they could do that. And that's a that that could be a weight class, that type of thing. Just do it. Even I don't see that happening, do though. Yeah, I mean, I think they're going to I think they'll be in the sorter and all of a sudden, like, yeah, 166. Like, all right. Yeah. Fuck it. I don't think it's worth, you know. Yeah, depleting yourself extra for no yeah, reason. No. But right, but yeah, so putting your body through anything extra. Or you can both, or I was just lying. Oh, yeah, I'll do it. I'll come in at one seventy. You have five pounds. <laughs> How soon until he calls in? I got to take a leave. Let's take a break. All right, quick break. Dads come in all shapes and sizes, and so should their shirts. Like tall, slim, short, relaxed. Untuck it. It's not your father's old button-up. No matter what your size or shape. Their shirts hit the right length to keep you looking sharp. You can find something for every style. From the VP dad that needs to look cool and put together in meetings all day in their luxe wrinkle-free shirts, or the casual dad running errands on the weekend in a pair of cool plaid button-downs. That's me! <laughs> I don't know if that's the cool dad. No, I am a cool dad, but I'm a casual dad. And in Untuck It, I could be casual, but look at me. I'm looking but classy. I feel good. So uh, anyway, I how love do Untuck It. How, how does it, it fit me? Yeah. Look at me now. Do yeah. I look good? You look great. I look better in Untuck It. With more than 50 fit combinations, Untuck It shirts look great on tall, short, slim, and bigger guys of all ages. And they're available with plenty of choices of color, material, and design. So you take your dad to try it in person at one of Untuck It's 50 stores or just go to untuckit.com. You can look at these stuff on the site. Your dad can make a decision. You might not have to actually be there in the store. They even offer free shipping and returns on all orders in the U.S. You can save 20% on your first order by using our code UFC at checkout. Some restrictions do apply. Untuckit.com. Promo code UFC. Keep Matt and I employed. And if you want to see Matt... In his untucked shirt. Yeah? Maybe he can post a photo well, on Instagram looking man, handsome well, in his untucked shirt. Well, you know, you have to follow me at Matt Sarah BJJ. Wasn't supposed to get Instagram. you plugs. It was supposed to get oh, a yeah. plug for the company. <laughs> you're right. Matt, oh, you're missing I the point. I love Untuck It. He loves Untuck I love their shirts. Untuck It. After a stressful game, it's only natural to need some well deserved rest. 
Upgrade your current sleep situation because Mattress Firm is offering the best bed deal of the year. Get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price for savings of up to 700 bucks. Plus, take home a free adjustable base up to a $699 value. That's $699 for free. You'll only find these deals during Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale. So don't miss your chance to start sleeping like a pro. Shop now at mattressfirm.com slash sale. There's nothing worse than being uncomfortable in bed. It's, it's horrible. You're not rested the next day. You suck at work. Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale is offering the best bed deal of the year. Save up to $700 when you get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price plus Take home a free adjustable base that's up to a $699 value, free. Visit mattressfirm.com slash sale for more details. What up, everybody? This is CJ McCollum from the Portland Trailblazers. And here's a little taste of what we talked about on this week's Pull Up podcast. Very special mini post-Game 7 episode of Pull Up, an epic Game 7 in Denver. 37 points, back-to-back, essentially close-out buckets. Why were you so successful last night? I think it just really came down to my demeanor and mindset. Empty the clip, leave nothing out there. I wanted to say I did everything in my power, and I left all my bullets out there on the court and didn't bring anything home. How do you shift to a completely new animal, an absolute monster in the Warriors? In the playoffs, it just comes down to X's and O's and execution more so than anything else. The Warriors aren't going to run a lot of plays. They're going to run a lot of misdirection out of timeouts and late clock situations. But most of it's going to be mid-pick and roll. It's going to be pin downs and flares and things of that nature for Clay and Steph and a lot of transitions. So you have to guard the three-point line, get back in transition, and make it as difficult as possible on them. Don't forget to pull up. Subscribe and listen every week on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. All right, listen. Listen, Jimmy, can I just tell you, Jimmy? Sure, Matt. Uh, I'm I'm happy that that Longo was here, you know? Oh, yeah. But holy fuck, man. Are you out of your mind? We're trying to do a commercial, but now that we're back from commercial. Oh, we're back? We're back. The guy's finishing the Cali. And I I thought it was a joke at first. He's sitting there and he goes... (laughs) He's crumpling up the fucking. Yeah, it I was, go. Well, I thought it was like, raining. Yeah, people will not, people will not have heard that. Uh, but, but what's that? Right you know, no, I have to. I yeah. know that you're yeah, going to yeah, try yeah. to get that. Why out not of there? leave it in there? Leave it in. Why not? I don't yeah. think the good people at Untucket are going. to Oh, you know what? They might not. <laughs> it's not like he's doing foley work. Yeah. Like like the old days. It's not like he yeah. was going. And you know there was a fire. <laughs> and it was crackling. We were all burning. <laughs> I was looking I at his that face. That sounded good, Jimmy. Thank like, you very I was, much. I was looking at him when he was doing it to see if he was like trying to like f with me. He wasn't even looking. He was like looking off in the space. Yeah, doing he was it. gazing off, the thinking f- about f- his own Christopher producer. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we have huge Back news, which has been broken already, but we have been pushing, or, or at least uh, I guess uh, stumping for. Our pal Frankie Edgar. And we also like Max Holloway so much. So they're finally doing it. Oh, man. It is Holloway against Frankie Edgar, July 27th from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. This is UFC 240. This is for the UFC light middleweight title. That's huge. It's a new division. That is, yeah. that I just is, want to see if you were paying attention. And he I wasn't. said light middleweight, Matt. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Yeah, he should, yes, I, I did. thought you messed up. I didn't want to embarrass no, you. No, 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 no. I didn't know that Kimura's <laughs> sister's training. Look, who's that? Aspen Lad, Kamora Lad, I like that she's fighting though. You guys are joking. Around. What a fight that's going to be, Frankie yeah. against for the lightweight title. Yeah, that's of course, be great. Uh, featherweight title, of course. I, what an amazing uh, yeah. fight that's and, and the be. right thing to do. Hey, it he, is the right thing to do. Yeah, he's done so much uh, for the sport. He achieved so much. Um, 
including taking that fight on short notice. He with uh, Brian Ortega. He's always stepped up. That's right. It's it's the least they could do. You know, give him a shot at the champ. Alexander Volkanovski made a good point, though, about, hey, that's a risk you take. And he fought really great against Jose Aldo, but coming back, he has some kind of a blood infection. He had to stop in Chile. He's in, uh, where, where is he, in Santiago, Chile? Yeah, he's in Santiago, Chile. He has a, a blood infection, like Jimmy said. They're trying to clear it up. They think he's going to be fine, but he just, you know, he can't travel. Oh, is he up. on the plane and he felt yeah. sick? He started getting worse on the plane, so I guess they landed. Oh What's that God. mean, getting worse? Like, something. What His was, foot was swelling up, they said. They, he, he wasn't feeling great. His foot was swelling up, and so I guess he had a stopover in Chile and on oh, the way home and that's where he is now. He so. didn't get back on the plane. Shoot, no. But the swelling. Oh, so he never made it home yet. No, nope. he's still in Chile. He's still in Chile, yeah. But uh, yeah. Man, I hope he gets out of Jose there. Aldo had something going on too. So Chris, you speculated before the show that what? maybe he caught it from Jose. There might have been a blood infection. Yeah, who sort. knows? Aldo almost what? didn't make it to the fight. There was a bunch of reports like for a couple of weeks leading up to it that he might have to pull out. That he was he was in the hospital. Aldo getting treatment for some kind of infection. So who knows if it? You know, I mean, I'm not saying that's definitely it, but it'd be a weird coincidence, kind of. Right? And you wonder after moving up to lightweight and losing to um, uh, to Poirier. You know, come back down and fighting at Featherweight, how is that going to affect uh, Max? Is he going to be relieved to be back at his own weight? Or is now having had that one fight without the uh, the cut, now is this going to be a little harder because he has to make the cut again? How will that affect him? You know, Frankie Edgar's cardio is going to be incredible. Max's cardio is going to be incredible. Yeah. Um, both of these guys are... are, are uh, extremely good on their feet. So I think it'd be, be harder if Max had been up at lightweight for a few fights where he put on a little bit more muscle and he was more attuned. Like people were saying, there was an obvious, um, like power discrepancy between Max at 145 and moving up to 155. Yeah. He was landing shots and it didn't seem to be affecting Poirier the same way Poirier's shots yeah. were affecting Max. So maybe after a couple of fights, it probably would have made a bigger difference. But I think he's probably good to. Come back to 145. Frankie, oh yeah. And when you look what he's done at 145, he's been looking. Uh, he's Devastating. Been looking, yes, he's been looking amazing. And this, well, his fight with Brian Ortega, uh, his fight, his both his fights with Jose Aldo, because Jose Aldo, besides those, has been looking really good. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. So, um, I'm, but Frankie style make, styles make fights, and Frankie makes really good fighters. Like he keeps them guessing between the striking. And well, he's so good everywhere. He's great at everything. Bound, yeah. Yeah. The way he mixes it up with the takedowns, where you're like, all right, look, he's a little smaller. He's not getting him down. Next thing you know, he's lifting him up. He's he's relentless. Frankie yeah. Edgar is relentless and almost impossible to knock out. That's why Ortega yeah. dropping him was such a shock because Frankie yeah. has had like a, like concrete. I mean, he no, just he just doesn't go down. No, he's had true Rocky movies in there with wow. Gray Maynard. Oh, those fights were crazy. Oh, man, I I always think about that. Gray Maynard must just wake up in the middle of the night sometimes. Like I was one second away from being the champion you know yeah. it's so close was that the first round that was happening yeah, yeah that was remember. the first round that yeah. ended up being a draw and uh it's amazing when you see guys over how many fights they don't just hold up like frankie's i mean listen he got caught the one time but that was yeah. it i mean even you know what i mean i mean he had those decision uh with decision losses to uh jose aldo I think the one fight was closer than the other that was a close i think fight. the first fight was really close. one of them was really yeah. close yeah. it's weird when you have Two guys that fight twice and it's over a while ago. They kind of mix into each other. But I remember watching it, thinking one fight was. Really no, I think I could, I could, could make a case for Frankie. Yes, Winning that's all I those remember fights, that. Any fight he lost, yeah. with the exception of uh, the other one, Ortega. Yeah, yeah. so I, mean, I can make a saying. case he won. Even with Benson Henderson, those fights were. Oh cool. yeah, oh, I don't 100%. know. I thought Frankie won those fights. Yeah. What did he lose? Five fights? He has. He lost five. He's got six losses six and, a, and a draw. Yeah, but a lot of those again, you could have went the other. 
Yeah. I'm going to have to. I hate to do this to you. Like, I don't want you like a little kid, Longo. You're a tiny bit older than me. Well, well uh, you got to stop messing with that bag. He reached for it again. There's nothing There's left. There's nothing in there. There's nothing left. Jimmy's even telling my, you. I had to throw my gum out. Is that all right? Sure. Ooh, I like that. Mm -hmm. I like when you guys go at it. Why? I don't disagree. It's like if Bob Kelly came in here and I'm like, yeah, shut up, Bob. And Bob's like, fuck you, I would Matt. love that. <laughs> I'd love to see you grab Bob, but take him in a single leg and put him down and actually snap his knee. <laughs> I, I want to see Bob take it out of here in a stretcher. A very you know, strong stretcher. You know stretcher. what's funny about that? Uh, wait a second. Uh, Louis, Louis J. Gomez put on, uh, I think it was him, he put on his Instagram about uh, Daenerys killing uh, <laughs> Bob Kelly, but it was really fucking uh, embarrassing. Yeah. Embarrass. I don't know. That's not funny. It, I know, we've been saying that for years. Oh, have they been? We I'm have always been. late to the fucking... Oh, you guys have? Of course. All right. They said well, that right around the time gluten came out. <laughs> you, you heard that one then? <laughs> yeah. You heard that one. You don't even know. You don't watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> I All take right. Jimmy's word for it. Yeah, That's it's true. very good. All right, let's get back to Krista Bedusa leaving. Well, what? No, right, why, don't right, we, why don't we? What do we got? Can we make a couple more picks yes! before we get uh, Kevin Lee on the phone? All right, let it just be a Jimmy because no one will ever hear your your. That's I'm only kidding. I, that's it's really so true. Mean. I mean, it is true though. Yeah. This we, really we has nothing to do with to anything. Have Chris's uh, takes in there just for old for old time's sake. Yeah, yeah. it's true. <laughs> Can't do it, Chris. Maybe we'll put him in the uh, in the intro in front of the camera today. I think so. That'd be but nice. we got to be on the camera. So of some, course we do. To we, get, we, I mean, listen. Hey, 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 someone's hey, got hey, hey. to work the camera. I did think of that. Look, look to my left. Oh, I know he meant. Well, you don't even have to look to your left. There's only four of us. Just three of us are in. The other one's doing the camera. <laughs> Longo, just don't cut our heads off. Just seriously. Yeah. You could talk. You know, at the you know what I'm doing now, Jimmy? Much. Checking the train time. What a back. prick. What a prick. <laughs> you know, have respect. It's his last day. Have respect. I came in for him. Are All you right. kidding me? All right, let's get back to some business. Now we have uh, Aspen Lad. Vicente Luque. My bad. Against, uh, no, what's his name? Uh, so Krantz? Der Derek Krantz, again, he's going through his medicals. They're making sure that he's clear, but that's who. Let's assume it's going to be him as of yes. now. Correct. Uh, what's his record? He is twenty four and ten, and like we said, he's making you know his debut on three four days. I here. will take Vicente Luque. Yeah, by uh, second round TKO. Yeah. What was his record though? Twenty four and ten. He's so a veteran. He's a real veteran. He fought yeah. in LFA. His last fight, he he won that fight by knockout. Uh, he's got a few knockouts to his. Credit, you know what? So. I'm going to say Vince, Vicente Luque uh, first round because yeah. again he's coming in on. Uh, First fight in the UFC, and a lot of those guys actually uh, do okay, no, but uh, Luque is ready to no, fight. Luque's a beast. Too. He's I'm, a beast. I'm going first round homicide. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. How's he going to win? Not by killing him. TKO. Oh, yeah. Or not. Possible out, yeah. death. <laughs> Plus, this guy hasn't, I don't know if this guy's had a full camp in it. No, I mean, there's no way. I mean, he... Uh, he's been in shape. Yeah, I'm sure he's training and everything, but he's, he's jumping in. He had a fight. Actually, you know what? He had a fight uh, March 29th, so it's like he's not... Probably too far out of shape, but right. What's he thinking? <laughs> What's his record again? Yeah, 24, 24 and 10. And 10. He's had a lot oh, of fights, right. so he's been to the dance, Krantz. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah. boy, just wanted to say. Uh, yeah, he did, and it worked. <laughs> it worked. So, it worked. As Aspen, Ladd, and Sajar Eubanks. Now, are they on the main card? No. So that they are the main event of the prelims. That's at five o'clock. It's actually. Uh, Megan Anderson and Felicia Spencer is, is actually on the main uh, Felicia card, so. Spencer 6-0. It's her first fight. I didn't actually make my pick. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't whatever. Right. Go ahead. Bad, bad, <laughs> no, that's all right, Jimmy. No, no, no. Make your pick. All right. Jump the gun, Jimmy. Make mm -hmm. your pick. All right. <laughs> he'll he'll take you, Banks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not take, talking about you, Banks. He'll take you, Banks, yes. for 20. I think Vicente. <laughs> he thinks he's on Jeopardy. <laughs> 
I really, how many finish, I believe how many he doesn't know where he's submission? at right now. How many finishes by submission? I know where I wish I was at. <laughs> Anywhere but fucking here. But why are you sitting next to me? You're asking how many finishes does Vicente uh, by have by submission and or by knockout in the UFC? Um, hold on, let me. I know, let me listen, I'm not trying to put you to work your last day. Yeah, exactly. You got a bitch your last day. You're already on I'm vacation. Sorry. He's got his Hawaiian shirt on. I know. <laughs> and rip that fucking piece of shit and hippie mug. He has four uh, submission wins in the UFC, and he has one, two, three, four, five uh, KOs. Well, it's time. To, it's time to even the score. Don't look at me, Lago. I'm going to say Vicente by submission in okay. the first round. Um, okay? Yep. I'm gonna take. I am gonna go with uh, Vicente first round knockout. I think he's ready to go. He's a finisher. And could you put that there? From what I understand, Derek Krantz is also a guy that likes to come forward and and throw hands. So it it could end up being a, a pretty exciting first round. So there we go. Well, I'm excited about it. Let's go to the next fight. Let's get Kevin Lee on the phone. Then we'll go. Oh, to the next yeah. Fight. Oh shit. I like Kevin Lee. Yeah, all right, cool. So no, we're going to get good. Kevin Lee on in a second. Jared Kennedy I'm looking forward to talking to. That was Ooh. very impressive. Although Anderson Silva's not hurt that badly, um, which is nice. So he, he can, uh, I not guess. Not hurt that badly. He no, no, but he's, I mean, meaning he's, he can resume training soon. He was hurt very badly I in that liked, moment. I like the way Jared Kennedy uh, conducted himself yeah. uh, after the fight when the audience was booing and he was just looking like. When he calls him, like, all right, Jared, just make you feel at home. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking funny. All right. Uh, hey, uh, Kevin, how you doing? It's Jim and Matt and and, a, a, and Chris. Shut and Chris. Where is he? Oh, no. And a guy that might look for more cauliflower pretzels and fucking crumble up the <laughs> thing. <laughs> All right, Longo. Oh boy. Longo. Longo, did you ever find your poutine in Canada? Oh boy. We had a good time, though, didn't we? I thought Canada was great. Oh, um, oh I got confused between that and Austin, Texas. Nice people in Ottawa, Yes. No? Ottawa, the, the people were very nice. Unbelievable. You know? I like, I mean, I'll tell you, Toronto, they're really nice. I love Toronto. You, you, Jimmy. Yeah. You love Toronto. I do. You know, Montreal, when I was over there with my yep. buddy Pat Cote. Not when I was over there fighting. When they Why? Were chant well, Longo will tell you. What were they chanting, Longo? Uh, that was that was a what rough. What were they chanting? Do you night. remember exactly what they were chanting? Ali Bumbaye. <laughs> why, why would you laugh at that? That's a very funny chant for them to be yelling at Matt Sarah in Montreal. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they were yelling that. All right, here we go. We got they, they, were, right, they, were well, calling, they were calling for death though, for yeah, sure. They didn't like us. Yeah, or me. They didn't yeah. like me. Merd, merd. Shit in French. Yeah. It was kind of like... Um, All right, we got him. What's up, Kevin? Princess Bride, but he's like, boom! How come you don't want to get him, Chris? I'm trying to. Why won't you get him? I, I don't know. It's not connected. Did the, the guy the find out that Longo's in studio? No, it's no. not connecting. No, I, I have nothing. I like the guy. I like him, too. You know? And uh, I'm hoping that he sings and dances to the fucking cage. By the way, what do you I think like of... It. What do you think of Cowboy Tony Ferguson? I th what do you think about that, Longo? Yeah, Come on, man. What a quick turnaround that right? is, man. Yeah, isn't Holy that amazing? Crap. Cowboy would literally fight every 10 days. Of I what you, an animal. Oh, that is phenomenal. And he's loving this new weight for some reason. Going back down from uh, from Weight. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah, that's right. Not new weight, but you know, he's happy. he seems like he's happier here. Well, I'm going to be happy to see Tony Ferguson back. You know? And that's going to be a main event. That's going to be a, a five-rounder. 
That's gonna be interesting. No, yeah. it actually won't be. No, oh, that's no, because that's on oh, the what am I saying? Card. My bad. That's uh, Marais and Cejudo is the main event. Oh, uh, Shevchenko Cejudo. and Isla. That's only a three round fight, which is even Marais uh, and Cejudo. Wow. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, then that case, that's an interesting. I really want to see uh, Marlon Marais. He trains out in Jersey with Frankie Edgar, doesn't he? Yes, he yeah, does. Yeah. Mar- Mark Henry. Yeah. You know, I met him on the bus. He's a really nice guy. Oh, nice. The great Sweet Mark Henry yeah, and yeah. Ricardo Almeida. Yes. No. Yeah. Mar- uh, really nice dude. Marlon? Yes, Marlon's yeah, he's a, a great killer guy. too, man. <laughs> yeah, he is. You know, it was kind of it was so weird when I don't like when Mike our guys fight guys, guys that you that like. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I like everybody, but some guys you're closer with than other sure. guys, and it's like ah, you know, yeah, because it's the fucking it's the fight game, Jimmy. Yeah, somebody you like is either going to hurt somebody or get hurt. Yeah. Hard to, it's even hard to do picks when you like a person and you've talked to them because you, know, you always feel like, oh, I don't want to root against the guy because I really like him. And You're not rooting. You're just thinking who's going to win. Yeah, but you can't help it, though, sometimes when you make the pick and then you're watching. It's and like, you kind of want the person. I'm yeah. like, what am I doing? I know. It's stupid. And to get back to what we were talking about with the Game of Thrones, I, I just want to put out there that now I don't feel so bad about Daenerys. I mean, listen, she went apeshit at the end, but about her taking out the, uh, the bald gentleman. Fuck hey, her. Fuck him, man. He shouldn't have tried to kill her. Anyway, all right, so I, I flipped on that. Plus, he was talking out of school. He should Yeah, Jimmy, that sounds cool when you say that. Yeah. Say it again. He what was he doing? T- he was talking out of school. Man. Jimmy's got so many cool sayings. He's talking out of school, and they you're call right, that Daddy getting, ahead, getting, ahead of the, getting ahead of the story. <laughs> no, now you ruined it. You ruined it with that. Uh, all, right. all right. Oh, wow. I didn't even know these guys were fighting. Yeah. Oh, sh- good old shoe face. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Antonio oh. Carlos Jr. versus Ian Heinish is a. Uh, Ian, excuse me. How dare Ian you? Heinish. How dare you? <laughs> Longo, it's not an insult. Don't be like that. Oh, I thought he. Listen, tell uh, me about Ian. I thought he. Uh, he's on a four-fight winning streak. Yes. Um, he. What about it's in the UFC? He's on a four-fight winning streak. He has one win in the UFC. He beat Cesar Fajeda in his in his UFC debut, oh, wow. and then he came uh, off of the Contender Series. He won that. Um, oh wow! How do you win that? first round finish? Of course oh, he did. Wow. Yeah. Well, and how did he win the last one? Unanimous decision. And and see, oh, interesting. Yeah, Fajeda's a, a, a very tough guy for sure. The fuck is this guy laughing? At? How can, what are you now, talking where is about? He? Where is he right now? I'm in the dude. zone, man. Can you stop trying to be my kryptonite? Yeah, can you pronounce can you that really? guy's name? Oh, Antonio Carlos Jr.? Go no, fuck the, yourself. The no, no, no. That's uh, that you put too it's many souls. It's Ian. <laughs> it's Ian. Ian Heinish. Oh. <laughs> it's Ian. Cut the shit. Ian Heinish. Let's call the whole. Now, what is Carlos I'm saying that. Jr. Co- how about this? This is what I'm saying. Shoeface right. is going to win by first round rear naked <laughs> choke. If you don't know, now you know, Longo. What did Carlos do in his last couple of fights? He's, He's currently riding a five fight winning streak. Ooh. He's coming off of a rear naked choke win over Tim Bosch in his last fight. And how about before that? Rear naked choke over Jack Marshman. And before that, rear naked choke over Eric Spicely. And what has Heinish done in his last couple of fights? How he win? He won his last fight by unanimous decision over Cesar Fajeda, and then he was coming off of a knockout in the first round on the Contender Series. TKO, Heinish, second round. Wow. You're not getting that. four rear naked chokes in a row. It's not happening. Maybe really? you're not, Jimmy. What's yeah, I don't know. My man, good I, old buddy Shoeface might. I have Antonio Carlos Jr. by second round submission. I think, okay, uh, well, you guys But we'll see. I mean, that's, gonna be, that's a really interesting fight, actually. Yeah, yeah, you'll never know how, how these picks play out. <laughs> he hangs out with Dean Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> He's fucking fucked up, right? Now, Charles Oliveira against Nick Lentz. That's a really uh, good fight. Well, actually, sorry. Ooh. We skipped over um, oh. Megan Anderson and Felicia Spencer. Oh, the, what's Anderson in the last couple fights? 
I'm pulling it up right now. Megan is coming. Oh, she had off. an eye thing right last yeah, fight. Yeah, the eye injury against uh, Katz and Kat Gata. She won a... by when she kicked Cat. Oh, you stopped it, yeah. Um, which wasn't you know Megan Anderson's fault. She was doing the right thing. Yeah, there. it was a mistake. And then prior to that, she had a United decision loss to Holly, Holly Holm. Holm. Right. Yeah. Um, and how about uh, who's her opponent? Sorry. Uh, Felicia Spencer is making her UFC debut. She's six and zero, and she's undefeated, obviously. But she was fighting in Invicta all six of those fights. So that's a who's she training pretty with? High level thing. Um, <laughs> Stump you on your last day. Stump you on your last day. Stump you on your last day. Probably, We're gonna miss Chris, the producer. That what? probably didn't need to be a song. Uh, uh, it says she's fighting out of. So I'm looking on uh, Tapology. It looks like she's fighting out of Orlando, Florida, but she has a Brazilian jiu-jitsu base. She also fights out of Jungle MMA and Fitness. So Megan Anderson decision. Okay. And then we have Kevin Lee. Jimmy's uh, like the amazing Kreskin over there. He's but he's wrong all the time. <laughs> Just thinking, uh, Megan Anderson. Um, I could sing if I want to. I could sing, 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 sing. Okay. And I'm gonna sing. I'm gonna annoy the fuck out of everybody in this room for, for this last day. Christopher Dusa, yes, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make this transition a lot easier for you. I'm just gonna be so fucking annoying the rest of this goddamn show. <laughs> you shouldn't just announce that, that 58 minutes. Can we uh, make <laughs> a pick? Because right. we have Kevin Lee. We, we'll get. Oh, him. is he on the phone now? I'm gonna call as soon as we make this pick. I'm All right, we got call. Kevin Lee. Let's I'm gonna go with. Um, M- Megan Anderson. Okay. By decision. Uh, I have exactly the same thing. I think that's a yeah. good bet. All right, uh, let me get you. Kevin home. All right, Jimmy. You know? Yep. I'm glad we're finally getting Kevin, too. Me too, buddy. Any more acting gigs with you? Hey, oh, we got okay. uh, Kevin Lee. Uh, hey, buddy, how are you? You're talking to uh, UFC Unfiltered. What's yes, up? sir. How was going on? Sorry, good. my bad. I was... If you call it a minute ago. Oh, that's okay. No, that's okay. We're glad we got you. Um, you're up in Rochester now. Are you having a good time? There's not a whole lot to do in Rochester. I mean, you know, it, I'm seeing the inside of a hotel, but uh, I'm going up to 170 for this fight, so I'm eating a little bit more. I'm enjoying myself a little bit more. I'm doing, you know, doing all the media and everything today, but uh, I'm in a little bit better mood than I normally would be. Yeah, so what are you, uh, you don't have to cut at all, or you have to cut very, very minimal this week? I, have to, I still have to cut a little bit. You know, I'm, I'm in my peak form, in my peak shape. Uh, I'm still about 180 pounds. So I'm, I'm still the same for this one. So it'll be a, it'll be a tiny cut, but uh, not nearly as much as I would for a 155-pound uh, fight. You know, it, it's, I'm only a few pounds bigger than I normally would be. About now, except I don't have to cut an extra 16 pounds on top of it uh, and dehydrate my brain. No, Kevin, now are you going to go down to 165? Because you said that you might do that. Or did you, are you doing that? Because yeah. you might want to prove a point like, hey, man, this should be a weight class and you, would, you were telling RDA that he should do the same. Or Can you yeah, tell me I about mean, that? I, 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 I think so, too. Uh, I talked to him again this morning. You know, I tried to, like, make the pitch and, and kind of give him the reasons. But I don't think, you know, he, he turned it down. So, uh, since he did, I mean, you know, the only thing I've been looking from for the, be- for the beginning is a fair fight. Uh, as long as we the same size and we the same uh, uh, frame and everything, then, you know, it, it makes sense for us to fight at 165. You know, even it's just been kind of a, a, a push towards the UFC because they've been reluctant to do it. It's just to say, look, this is where we, we can't compete healthy at this weight. 
But uh, but but if he ain't looking to do it, then you know I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see as it as it gets closer. Maybe tomorrow night I might be halfway through the cut and be like, all right, two more pounds. Let me go ahead and do it. Well, you know what, Kevin? If you could, could you pull the phone away just a teeny bit? Because we're coming a little bit in and out. We want to make sure we hear everything you say. And you know, it's kind of hard too. Oh, like when, when you're saying. Because uh, for him, he's been uh, cutting to to I guess to to one seventy for a while. You know, you're saying like, hey, let's make a bigger point here about the weight, the the, the divisions. But it's kind of hard to do that when you have to fight. I guess maybe he's thinking like, I have to fight, and I'm a little worried about cutting more than I have to to make a point. Yeah, I mean that, and you know, I, I hear he gets a little bit bigger in between fights too. Uh, that he gets above two hundred pounds. So you know, even even uh, cut to one seventy might be a lot for him. Uh, but you know, I, I don't, I don't know. It, it's, it still makes sense to me. You know, it, it may be sure. if we would have, uh, but I, at the same time, I know what we signed up for. Uh, I signed the line and said that I'll make 170 plus one. Uh, so, you know, it, it, that's all I got to get down to. Look, it ain't no skin off my teeth. It ain't, it ain't bothering me really none. Uh, it would have just been to make a point. But if not, then the only thing I'm worried about is the fight itself. Sure. And we've talked to other guys, too, who have gone up. And it seems like did this? it doesn't just change your mentality in this final week. Uh, did you feel differently kind of knowing you didn't have this giant weight cut throughout the entire camp? Yeah. I mean, I'd be lying if I say it didn't make a, a big, big difference. Uh, you know, just being able to, to train as hard as I could and then being able to, to replenish myself at the end of the night and just not have that worry in the back of my hand, you know, coming down from 185 and, and, and kind of knowing, okay, am I, am I going to be able to make it? Like, I've done it before before from this weight, but, you know, is this time going to be different? And you kind of got that anxiety. You got that, uh, uh, you know, really know for sure. Uh, for this one, I didn't have none of that. I, I was able to focus just on Del Sandro. Um, be, and, and I'm, and I'm going to have to because I know what type of challenge he presents to me. Well, he's 3-2 and two since heading up to welterweight. And uh, it seemed, you know, Cowboy had kind of almost, a, I believe, a close to a 500 record. And it seems like the, the extra energy you get and the lack of a, uh, an intense weight cut sometimes is balanced out by the, the fact that you're fighting bigger guys or, or heavier hitters than, than you would be at lightweight. But RDA is a guy who also went up, so maybe that helps. Yeah, I mean, it for sure helps. Uh, uh, it, you know, we like I said, we have a similar uh, size and frame. And at the end of the day, I'm just looking for a fair fight. You know, I, I, I fought guys even at 155 who were bigger than me stepping into the cage. Uh, you know, we, and the only reason why I've been cutting the weight is because everybody else is. So it, it just makes uh, for a fair fight. Um, but, you know, for this one, I, I think it, we, we've kind of found the, the sweet spot with it. Uh, it. It makes a whole lot of sense. And, and you've seen other guys who are coming up, uh, like Pettis and Masvidal and, and, and some of these uh, Kies and some of these other guys who are coming up and, and having a lot of success up here. Uh, it might just be the evolution of the sport, and I'm not going to get left behind in it. Uh, now, do you feel like Kevin? Are you going to go by just this fight and see how you feel at 170, or do you feel you have unfinished business at 155, or we're seeing how everything goes this weekend? Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm kind of taking it. The, the biggest thing for me going into this one, even when I got the offer, was just that I fought. Um, you know, I just wanted to fight and kind of get the the, the the taste of the last fight out of my mouth. Um, and you know, when they approached with Dos Anjos, it just made a whole lot of sense. As I'm getting closer, I'm starting to like it a little bit more, and I'm starting to see like w what else is around. And there's a lot of talent at 170, so there's a lot of big fights to be had. You know, you got Askren, you got 
uh, Kobe and, and Kamaru and, and, and Masvidal and Pettis and Diaz. There's a lot of big fights, so that kind of enticed me. But I don't know. We'll, we'll talk more after the fight, uh, and I'll really get able to, to, to make them type of decisions. I'm just focused just solely on Dos Anjos right now. Hey, what do you think of Dos Anjos' last couple of fights against Kamaru Usman and Colby Covington? You know, I mean, I, I'm not really looking at those as, as negatives for him. Right. Um, you know, he, he he's, a, he's a world champ, so I, I'm going to give him that respect. If anything, I think, you know, he's going to come out even harder going into this one. He, he might even push a little bit harder in training, and he might really want to prove a point and, and show that he's still out here to be had. Um, you know, he he's going to use that experience of going against those bigger, stronger kind of wrestlers than him, who really kind of bullied him. He's going to try and use that experience against me. So I, I'm expecting the, the best version of him, uh, e- even better than when he won the title. So, uh, you know, I, I'm not using it as a negative at all. Right, right. Yeah, I was just wondering if you, if you had learned anything from, from watching this. But you're right, he was fighting probably bigger and heavier guys. And he's a little bit more used to fighting it that way, so he might have packed on a little bit more muscle in the last year or two. Yeah, that too. And, and, and like I said, just using that experience too, you know, he, he might just know that he's already, you know, been there uh, uh, and, and kind of already got bullied around. So he's going to know when, when to push the gas and when not to. And uh, I'm expecting that out of him. And, you know, uh, and, and even those two losses, those aren't like, you know, I can't, I can't really look at that and, 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 and take nothing from it because, you know, those are two of the best guys in the division. It's not like, you know, the, he's just kind of losing his steam and losing his – and he went five rounds with him too. Sure. So uh, I, I'm not taking nothing away from him. Did you wind up staying down at lightweight longer? I know you said you're, you're stubborn. Did you stay there a little longer than you think you should have? Uh, had you had the urge to come up sooner and just d- didn't want to? Yeah, I'm a little stubborn. I ain't gonna lie. You know, when, when when people tell me, you know, what to do and or what I should do, I, I kind of always go against the grain a little bit. Um, but for me, it's, it, it it just seemed like the right timing, I guess. Sure. Uh, and things are just gonna come as they are, uh, and and it, and it just made it seemed to make more sense to me. Um, but you know, it, it it does seem a little bit better. And as I go through, as I've already gone through the training camp and noticed, uh, even just my general mood on a day to day is like, yeah, we should probably should have been this. No, okay. no, I was just gonna say, regardless, you know, of uh, the outcome, you did have. It is good that you just went five rounds. I'm not saying just went like mm-hmm. you. You know, you can go five rounds, and five, you know, well paced rounds. So, mm-hmm. I mean, how many times have you went five rounds? Was that the first time your last fight? And that was yeah, first time. And 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 I take like you said, it, 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 regardless of, of what happened and and how it looked and and all that, it is a a a good experience to get out there because sometimes you go into these. You know, I've I've had a lot of fights scheduled for five rounds already, and I've gone through five round training camps, but I hadn't gone through a five round fight until then. So you know, it, it definitely does help. No, I mean, I definitely, regardless, yes, your IQ, your fight IQ, one hundred percent goes up. Yeah. yeah, especially when you're going against somebody like Dos Santos, who's been through multiple five round fights, uh, you know, over his career. I mean, he, he's been through, I think, six or seven that, that have gone the distance. So, you know, he, having that type of experience, just knowing that I can push the pace and keep pushing and keep pushing. Uh, and against somebody like Al, who, who is going to be in your face the whole time, and he definitely was, and, and he definitely uh, uh, pushed the pace even higher. Uh, it's, it's going to really, uh, I think that's going to show through in this fight. You know, all these experiences, they, they, they uh, good or bad or whatever, however you want to take them, 
they, you know, you just have to take them how you how you get them. Uh, you know, only thing I can control is myself and, and what I've already been through. And I just learn from from my mistakes, and I learn from fights that I win. I learn from fights that I lose, and I just try and get better for the next one. And this is going to be one of them. And Kevin, last thing before we let you go, had you made the decision to move up? Or was it the fight offering that made your final decision? Like, did you say, regardless, I'm going into welterweight? Or did they say, hey, look, we could see a, a, a fight uh, between you and RDA, and you went, okay, that makes my decision for me? No, no lie. It, 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 was, uh, it was the timing, and it was the, the, the decision uh, based on the opponent and, and the timing of it, too. You know, 155, it really got kind of log jammed and backed up. And, you know, it really, it, I didn't know who I was going to fight and when I was going to fight. It, it seems like it really isn't getting figured out to the end of the year. And uh, for me, it was about, I just want to fight. I want to get out there. I want to, you know, kind of get that, that, that last performance behind me and, and, and really test myself again. So when they approached with RDA, I already knew that he was going to, you know, he's already fought the who's who of both divisions. He damn, he damn sure ain't going to back, back down from the sure. fight. He's going to show up and he's going to give me a good one. Um, and it's the right time. And then it, 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 it'd rather come sooner rather than later for me. And uh, it just made more sense. And two other guys who have jumped up, uh, Pettis against Diaz, uh, uh, announced. Uh, what do you think of that fight? I think that's a very interesting fight. Yeah, it's a good fight. I mean, uh, uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't really know how to break that one down just yet. I mean, I know Pettis, is, he, he's been taking a little bit of damage over his last couple fights, too. And Diaz has had some time off, and time, but that's also time to recover. But then at the same time, Pettis has been more more active and his timing might be a little bit better. And, you know, he, he's a little bit more well-rounded um, and he might have a little bit more power, too, behind him. I don't know. As it gets, clo- as it gets closer, I'll probably give you, be able to give you a better prediction. Right out the gate, I'm thinking Pettis, but I don't know. I don't know. You will have to see how it play out. Do you believe in, like, well, your ring rust or cage rust? Do you believe that that is the thing that the longer you lay off, it, it takes a while to shake it off or no? I, I definitely think it, it, it takes your timing away from you. Um, it does take you a, 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 a few minutes to, to kind of get that going. And against somebody who is, like, real explosive and, and can really put you out with one shot, uh, that it, it's a real dangerous thing. But somebody like Diaz does have – I mean, his chin is just yeah. made of granite or something. You know, he, he can keep taking them and keep coming. So he's going to get better as the fight goes. Uh, but, you know, I, I don't necessarily know if, if – Diaz has been fighting his whole life, you know, taking taking two years off or, or whatever. That ain't going to make no difference. The man's like 34, 30, you know, he, he's in his 30s now. So, you know, two years is really nothing when you when you compare it to that. And you've been fighting your entire life. So I don't necessarily know if it would be cage rust. Hey, man, listen, I'm, looking, I'm really looking forward to your yep. fight this weekend with RDA. Styles make fights. It's got... It's really got the uh, the making of a great fight. And your last fight went out. Let me just tell you, Kevin, can, as, as just um, guy to guy, the part of re- that was a great fight because of you also. And, and not only that, the lead up, everything. Keep be, keep doing you, man. People are like, oh, don't don't sing when you come to the cage, dude. I fucking love it. Uh, as, as, and I'm on the <laughs> other side of the cage. I loved. Al might have hated it. But that's part of the reason why it made it more fun, too, because you guys are polar opposites. Dude, keep doing you, man. I, I fucking I enjoy watching you fight, and I, I enjoy you as a, as a character, dude. I like it. 
I got you, man. I got you. You know, that's all I can do. So, uh, look, I, I wouldn't have it no other way. And, and the same here. Great great job in the corner. I'll give you that. All right, man. All right, take care, man. Good talking to you, Kevin. Right, and and good luck this all Saturday. Right, Enjoy sunny Rochester. <laughs> take care, man. Uh, yeah, I don't know about all that. <laughs> all right, be good, man. Take care. All right, man. I love talking to him. He's a really yeah, good guy to interview. I like sounds him a like, lot. Sounds man. like he's got his head. He does. Yeah, he's rapping. a really smart guy. Yeah. And uh, I did. I it, that's what made that fight so much fun, because and because they're so opposite. But you know, Kevin does come to fight. Yes. And uh, that was one of my. That was such a great fight. Yeah. But it was so. Uh, but it was very. It just the style. And just like when he fought Mike Chiesa, and he fought some other guys. He's uh, he's a character. Yep. But he doesn't. But he's backing it up. He's fighting. You know what I mean? So I like it. I like guys with different characters, man. I it, I like when they mix. I like, I like, I like when Chip and different characters. Uh, I'm gonna miss you, Chip. Not you're gonna miss Chip, of course. Fuck, take Chip with you, please. <laughs> Can you take Chip? Hey, but um, no, go ahead, Jimmy. Oh, sorry, buddy. I was saying we got uh, Jared Cannon here shortly. Oh, we should do the next fight, which is uh, Oliver and Nick Lentz. Uh, well, actually, you know what? We are a couple of minutes late on. Let's uh, just talk to Cannon. Charles. The picture not as big a deal. Come on. Okay. All right. All right. Do it. I uh, just, just talked to uh, Charles. Jared, I'm thinking Charles Oliver. Let's talk to Jared Cannon. Yeah, let's get him on the phone. Jared Cannon. The picks are a fun aside. They're not more important than the fighters. Did you like that fight, Longo? Jared Cannon. Oh, it was nice. Yeah, he was going to win that fight. Either I way. thought so too. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to pick against Anderson because you know it's like you like a guy so much and loyalty, but Jared Chan has just looked great. Yeah. Yeah, Longo doesn't like anybody. No, I know he doesn't. That's why I like Longo. Uh, <laughs> ah, we have Jared on the phone. Hey, buddy, how are you? Hey, I'm doing good. Good. You're talking to Jim Norton and uh, Matt Serra and Ray Longo on UFC Unfiltered. What's up, Jared? What's up, buddy? Awesome. What's going on, guys? It's an honor to be on the show, man, and... Uh... Well, I've seen you guys before, but it's an honor to speak with you more in a more informal or personal, I guess. Ah, oh, man, that's nice. Yeah. Well, yeah, have we had you on before? No, this is the first time, I think, right? Yeah, this is the first time. And, uh, well, congratulations. Uh, I mean, you know, even though Anderson... Do you know exactly what was Anderson's uh, leg injury? I mean, it was certainly uh, due to you, but do you know exactly what it was? If I were to put a name on what it is? Yeah, like, like what, did he pull something, or is he... Uh, what, what, what exactly happened? Oh. What I believe was what happened was when I kicked him, that that may have uh, the cause a sprain of the uh, of the ligaments. Well, so that's what I had actually posted something on my Instagram. Somebody came out. I heard that they had gotten uh, MRI results back, so there's nothing torn in his knee, and uh, and uh, and I believe that when the kick came, it came at such a velocity at a, at, a, at an angle that it moved that femur. You know, out of the, out wow. of the uh, knee socket, and that may have sprained or strained some ligaments in there. Now, Jared, I think it was just a matter of time till you were gonna get your hands on. You know, probably knock him out or hurt him bad. Uh, were you feeling right. that fight was going in that direction for you? If you you were getting your timing down, you were getting closer to him. That's exactly what I was thinking, um, and that's exactly what we had planned to do as well. Um, use the, he moves around a lot, so use kicks, go to the body more. He out he he just. He judges his opponents based on how they strike at his head mostly. Right, right, that's right. what most guys do. So um, it's easy to get, get someone's timing if you know what they're attacking. And it's been easy Good for try. him to avoid those strikes on most people. So I'm not, I wasn't going to fall into the same situation as, as most of his other opponents. So, you know, me and the coaches uh, had a, you know, came up with a good game plan. We're going to work the legs first. You know, if, if, and that sh if anything, that should settle him down because you can't defend kicks moving away. Right, so, right. So, um, <laughs> 
So he would have had to have settled down. That's and then at that time we were going to run the hand. Yeah, it looked it looked like it was just a matter of time to me when I was watching the fight. But great, great job, and you're surrounded by great coaches too. You're with uh, Crouch, right? Is my correct with that? Or yeah, Crouch and yep. Henderson Benson. Yeah, yeah. Right. great guys, awesome. Definitely, yes, I like them a lot. Uh, really and, and, and you fought. Uh, you're five and four uh, so far uh, with the. Uh, in the octagon, but you, you've been in three different weight classes, which is kind of a short period of time to jump around so much. What, what is it that's kind of had you going from heavyweight, light heavyweight to middleweight? Are, are you just uh, feeling more and more comfortable going down, or what's been motivating the weight changes? Well, it's just mostly the training situation changed, mostly that created the, uh, the weight thing. So when I first moved down to light heavyweight, I was still living in Alaska, but that was something I had to do. Like I had to do like extra work on the, on the outside because I was still working a full-time job. So um, that required a little bit more sacrifice than what the drop to middleweight did. But uh, when I moved to Arizona, you know, we, they have a more consistent training, uh, training regimen there. It's definitely catered to professional fighters. And uh, it's all under one roof, which is really big for me. So um, just the consistent work, you know, working hard, having to work harder on a more consistent basis because these guys are killers in there. Sweet. And, uh, Oh, uh, sorry, but I didn't mean yeah. you. you were in Alaska before Arizona. Yeah, yeah, I was living in Alaska. What is what a temperature switch? What were you doing in Alaska? How did how did you wind up there? Well, I, you know, I start. I was in the army. You know, I joined the army when I was like twenty two, and uh, and that's when I got my first taste of grappling. I did the combatives program in there, and then after I got out, I had moved to Alaska and gotten a job with the FAA, working on air traffic control equipment. Same thing I did in the army. And uh, I had fought and I trained and fought for like eight years up there. And then I'm, then that's when I, you know, got, you know, I got in the UFC in 2015 and had a few fights and uh, got a new contract. And that's when I had, uh, quit my job and moved to Arizona. That was two years ago. So now you were building or repairing stuff that I, uh, air traffic control uses. What kind of stuff like radar or what were you doing? That's a, I don't think you've ever yeah, talked to anyone who did that for a living. Yeah, well, well, in the army, you know, we had worked on radars. They had some, they had a whole bunch of stuff in army beacons, and radios, and the same thing in the FAA. It was essentially the exact same thing. They had we used radios. I specifically maintained a satellite telecommunication system, which is similar to what cable company use, cable companies use to get their signals up to satellites in orbit. They shoot it back down to people's televisions and homes. So I maintained a system that did that did that exact same thing. Okay, so we have to ask you now. Alaska. Since you deal with radar in the military, all right, have you uh, any UFO activity? Let's just get it out here. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen any, but I'm not, uh, you know, but I'm, I'm sure there's something out there. Okay, because a lot of times you hear military guys or pilots come out with it, and I'm like, all right, well, maybe he's seen something in Alaska. What, what a switch. How long were you in Alaska? Oh, you said eight years. And did you grow to like it, or did you hate it the whole time? It seems like a very desolate place to live. Well, I liked it half of the year, and I hated it the other half. When it was snowy and and and, and dark, I hated it, you know? And the summertime is just make it so much better. You know, everybody's outside all the time. You can go fishing, and uh, the weather is perfect. It's like 80s, low 90s, oh, wow. you know? So when it's sunny out, but then it rains, and then people start bitching again as if it's, you know, 10 feet of snow outside. Hey, Jared, let me tell you, I really felt for you this weekend. I was happy for you when you won. And uh, I, I know what it's like in the middle of that octagon when people are either cheering or when they're booing 
And it's I don't I don't think the television does it justice. If you go home and watch it, uh, it's not going to do it justice from what it's deafening. When you're in there, you can't even hear anything. Is it, I mean, right. so that's what I don't think people get when they see you stand in there. I thought you handled yourself like a gentleman. And, uh, you know, it has to, I mean, listen, Rage and Al started flipping it back in the day, started being like, you're booing. Because, you know, when you fight your heart out, they don't know what it's like to be, even be in there. And then when you, when you mm-hmm. put it all on the line and then it goes your way, and then they're booing you, and you're like, "Wait a minute! I'm showing respect to my opponent." Um, and then they get louder because they don't want to hear you. What was going through your head right there? Well, I kind of egged it on, you know, because after the fight, a few of them were booing, right? And so those are the ones who I cut my ear to, yeah. you know. And then everybody else joined in when they saw that. So, uh, and I completely understood what had happened at that point because as soon as they all joined in, I'm like, "Yep." There we go. Yeah. And so, uh, and then, to be honest, I started to get caught up in a little bit. You know, I went to the middle of the octagon and raised my hands. and uh, But, you know, I, I got I got back control of myself and yeah. brought it back down. And uh, But um, I completely understand how they feel, you know what I'm saying? I, and I understand that Brazilian fans are really passionate about their athletes and about their role models and stuff. And, uh, and, and it's definitely not my intent to kill anyone's aspirations to be great. So... Um, I understand where they were coming from. Uh, and, you know, I, I, and to be honest, it kind of made the moment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody's talking about it. Ah, and, uh, that's the way it looks. A lot of it. people liked it. You know, a lot yeah. of people didn't like it. But, in my, you know, as far as I'm concerned, that's all energy. And, uh, you know, I like playing with energy. So, uh, yeah. nobody got hurt. And that's, and that's the uh, important thing. Well, this is huge for you. I mean, it's huge. So, who's next? Who do yeah. you have? Who do you want next? I want whoever, you know what I'm saying? Um, if I were to choose someone, I would definitely say give me the title shot next. Yeah. But, uh, you know, that's already, uh, that spot's already been taken for now. So, um, you know, whoever, you know, whoever gets them closest to the title or whoever, you know what I'm saying? I don't like training, for, I don't like uh, planning for specific people. You know, I only plan to be the best me, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get better and better, not based on who I'm fighting or who's in the division or anything like that. So, uh I don't really think about who could be next until they give me a call. Well, I'll tell you, I'm looking at the names, you know, ahead of you here in the rankings, and I, every one of them just mm-hmm. sounds exciting. Any, I could look, put you with any one of these guys, and you got my money, Jimmy, yeah. you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, man. I appreciate it. I can't wait till I get a belt. Then I can really have that money. Yeah. <laughs> and also, hey, by, by the way, did you ever get your stuff? Because you're, you're, uh, a lot of your equipment didn't make it because of United, and you were not happy about that, but I could yeah. really empathize with that. Did you finally come? Yeah, those bags did finally come in. How late? I think it was like the day before. I think it was the day before we. I think it came in Thursday night. Oh, well, at least yeah. it got there. Yeah, yeah. That right? frustrated me for yeah. you. It's all good. I mean, I may do. I re. I, you know, I dry some clothes out and reuse them, and it's all good. I've, I've lived in worse conditions. Yeah, you had Alaska for eight years, so I guess you know, he's right? losing your luggage in Rio. <laughs> 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 All right, listen, man, we, we uh, yeah. good luck with whoever you fight next. That was a very, very impressive win. And, uh, you know, you're 2-0 and as a middleweight, and you're a very, very dangerous fighter. So um, I think whoever fights you has their hands full. I mean, I'm not really saying anything interesting there, but you know, you know that that's the truth. Yeah. And uh, whoever they yeah. put in front of you has a fight on their hands. So yeah. good luck, Jared, okay? Congrats, Jared. Thank yeah, you congrats, much. man. Enjoy. You, Tell everybody we said hello. I will. All right, All right. Thank you guys. All right. Thank you. We'll talk to you again, okay, buddy? All right. All right, bye. bye.
Nice dude, man. Yeah, he's a nice guy. And, and whoever he fights, I mean, he is a hard hitter, man. Oh, this is the end of an era. Oh, yes, Charles Oliver and Nick Three. Lentz. What have they both done their last fights? Yeah, and that's a rematch, uh, <laughs> sure. those two guys. Um, Nick Lentz is coming off of a... He's on a two-fight win streak. He knocked out Gray Maynard, and he's coming off a decision over Scott Holtzman okay. in his most recent fight. And Charles Oliveira, I believe, is on like a three- or four-fight win streak. Let me see. He's got... Four in a row, yeah. He's coming off of a submission anaconda choke over David Tamor, uh, but he's got four submission wins in a row, a four-fight win streak. Okay. Uh, and what was Nick Lentz's last two? Sorry, Chris. Uh, Lentz is on a two-fight win streak, knocked out Gray Maynard, and coming off a unanimous decision over Scott Holtzman. Uh, and again, this is a rematch. Um, Who won the first one? The first one was a, uh, a no contest uh, because of an illegal knee. Thrown by... Uh, it was a submission. Uh, it was thrown by Oliveira, so it was overturned. All right, I'm going to take uh, Oliveira. Second round sub by decision. Matt's just saying. What are you holding in your hand there? My dick. Oh, okay. How'd you, you how'd you blow smoke out of it? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, man. You said uh, decision, Jimmy. <laughs> yep. Matt, you're saying second round submission. Second round submission for Oliveira. Uh, I I think I'm going to go. I'm I'm doing third round submission for Oliveira. Woo! All right. Watch your step now. What about? Hi, Longo. <laughs> Hello, Longo. Who are you taking? What do you got to say, Longo? Good. About what? About the... Oh, my God. Oh, who do you, who do you pick? We're, we're picking fights. The guy's in La La Land. I got to tell you, I think Lentz is hard to submit. I don't know All about right. this one. All right. Uh, next, next fight. Just get, oh, you still, <laughs> yeah, done? Move on to the next one, Chris. No, no, seriously. No, I don't know. I don't wow. Know. Way to be on the fence. All right, let's go. Uh, Rami, uh, Dami Ramos. Uh, yeah, Dami oh, Ramos. Dami Hamosh. Wow, was I wrong. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Dami Hamosh. Hamosh. That S H is is it Hamosh? Where's Hummus. he from? He's Brazilian. Hamosh. Hamosh. The R's are H. Where's the H? It's just how it's they pronounced. They call me Matt Seha or Hamos. Dami Hamos. They call me Matt Seha. That's right. Yeah, Anderson called you Seha. Uh, versus Austin Hubbard. Austin Hubbard is making his UFC debut. He's ten and two, and he's actually an elevation uh, fight team guy. He fights with Neil Magny and the crew over there. And what is his last couple of fights as opposed to uh, Hamos's last couple of fights? Um, uh, Austin is on a three fight win streak, obviously outside of the UFC, but he's got two straight in the LFA, so a unanimous decision win, and a fifth round, like fifteen seconds left knockout uh, in his last fight. The picture makes him so mysterious. Yeah. Yes. And how about Hamas? Uh, Hamas uh, is on a three-fight winning streak on the UFC. Rear naked choke over Chris uh, Grutzmacher. He has a rear naked choke over Nick Hine. And a rear naked choke over John Gunther in his last fight. Ooh. Submission. Wait, 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 wait. And Austin's last fight was what? What did he do? Fifth round knockout? Yes, correct. Yeah, I'm going with L. Rod Hubbard. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take. Uh, <laughs> wow. Um, here we go. Staggering. There you go. Um, I, I'll uh, take. I, I think I'm going to take Hubbard too by a second round TKO. Wow. Okay. Actually, you know what decision? You going with the yeah. Hubbard, huh? You going with the Hubbard? Yep. Oh, I'm going to go. With, I'm going with uh, uh, Davi uh, Hamos. Okay. All right. By submission. Second round. Second round. Yeah, seven. that's what I say. Very good. And I'm going to go. I'm also going with uh, second round submif- submission yeah. for Dummy. You almost said submission. Submission. All right. That's it, boys. That's Chris. Oh, oh come goodness. on, Chris. This is it. Yeah, I mean, Jimmy's look. cold as 
Christ. No, I'm going to miss. What is through your veins right now, Night King? I'm going to miss. <laughs> fucking Jimmy. Night I'm going to miss Chris uh, very much. Because but if you know. grieve too long, you wallow in it. Listen, Chris, thanks for the run. You no, know, Chris, I happen oh, to know that these guys are putting something big together for you, like a nice check for all your services. Oh, yeah. that's great. That yeah. kind of softens the blow. That's nice. Isn't that, nice. Yeah. Isn't that nice for them? Yeah. The best joke you told all fucking... <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're doing a check oh, yeah. for them. Yeah. 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 Real check. Yeah, there's a check coming. All right, listen, but seriously, Chris, though, good luck to you and Molly. I know she's uh, your wife's pregnant. I, unless you haven't said that publicly. Yeah, no, right. no, that's totally fine. Thank you very much. I yep. hope uh, everything oh, is okay. Right. Man. I can't you. wait to meet little Matthew and... Uh, yeah. He, he might name the kid after me. <laughs> not if it's boy. a girl. If it's a boy. Matea, he said something like that. Maybe not. Listen to me. Mm-hmm. Um, Longo, you got anything to promote? Uh, As you no. eat the rest of the fuck. All right. I'll good. be in Rochester this Friday and Saturday. Wow. Very nice. Oh, why are you saying that? Did you have anything to promote? No, 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 well, no MMA and Beyond. Listen to Jimmy. Oh, know, MMA and Beyond. I, 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 he the Anna Glory podcast. Oh, he needs a little prodding. Lore MMA. What else? I, I talked over it. Sarah Longo. Sarah Longo fight team. Come on, man. This guy's bring it, huh? They do bring yeah. it. I mean, that's a tough That was fun at Eddie's the other night. Uh, Eddie's Delicious. Uh, they have good. gluten-free pizza, by the way, Jimmy. At Eddie's. I know. <laughs> man, Jimmy. Jimmy. Look at his face. That's his face at the end of every episode. Jim, I'm not, he has enough. I'm not saying this to be mean, but you've aged in the last couple of years. You know what it is? I feel, I feel like the look I have is, do you ever see the face of soldiers when they're in Vietnam and they're waiting for the helicopter? <laughs> <laughs> and it's not coming. No, exactly. Yeah, exactly. They hear the faint rotor blade somewhere. So <laughs> All right, goodbye. But no, hold good. on, Chris. We love you. Thank you, man. Tyler, and uh, you you're you really a great producer. And a great on-air guy, too. I loved you on the air, and, and you really are, are a, a very solid guy, and you know more about UFC than all of us. So, Till we meet again. Till we so meet much. again, Chris, the producer. Best Thank of luck. Well, I look forward to seeing who we're going to meet next, <laughs> and uh, you know, I'm sure it'll be good. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Bye, Chris. All right, now remember to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, radio.com slash UFC Unfiltered, or wherever you get your shows. Not my business. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.